Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And uh, right now, we have Andy McCarthy on the line. He's a former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. He's a columnist as well. Andy McCarthy, we have to talk about the latest news today. It looks like the January 6th committee has referred uh, criminal charges. They want to charge Trump criminally. They were asking the Department of Justice to do so. What's your take? Do you think it'll actually happen? Uh, It was expected that the committee would file these uh, what they call referrals, which are simply recommendations by Congress that uh, the Justice Department uh, pursue an investigation and potential prosecution of someone. But they're legally non-binding. They're just it's basically theater. They, They don't mean anything. Uh, there's no requirement that the Justice Department even acknowledge them, much much less take action based on them. The only relevance I think they actually have is that they could hurt the prosecution um, because to the extent that, you know, I don't expect Trump to be charged. But if he were charged in connection with January 6th, he could now claim that, uh, you know, no charges were ever brought against him. Uh, even though the Justice Department had spent two years and prosecuted 800 people until a highly political committee suddenly called for his prosecution after he announced his candidacy uh, for the presidency. And then the Biden Justice Department obliged by, um, you know, returning a politicized indictment in an attempt to, you know, uh, sideline Biden's opponent in the 2024 race. Is this congressional committee, does it go down in a dictionary with the same thing as the words for grand jury? They're they're trying to indict a uh, ham sandwich? (laughs) Well, John, there's a lot to that. The one thing I would say is that um, (laughs) a grand jury actually has the authority to indict a ham sandwich. This is uh, is makes it very different from a criminal committee. Yeah, this is... And it's Richard Weinberg. This is merely, as you correctly point out, merely a referral. The problem is you have a very politicized Justice Department under Merrick Garland. And then if there is a, an indictment that comes out of this, you have a very politicized jury pool in the District of Columbia. What do you say about that? Well, I think it's it's still very difficult for the Justice Department. I, number one, I think you know if they thought that they really want to make a January sixth case on Trump, if they thought they had one, they would already have brought one. Right. And I, I think the absurdity of this is the last thing, the last crime that the the committee referred uh, was incitement to insurrection. And I would just point out that the the Justice Department has prosecuted eight hundred people for. Crimes arising out of January 6th, they haven't charged a single one of them with insurrection, and they haven't charged – not only have they not charged Trump, they haven't even cited him as an unindicted co-conspirator in any of the cases, let alone the violent crime cases that they brought. And the problem is in a prosecution by the Justice Department, unlike a theatrical hearing by the the January 6th committee – where Trump explicitly says he's calling for a peaceful march down to the Capitol, prosecutors actually have to disclose that to the jury. They don't get to, like the January 6th committee. They don't get to edit it. Yeah, they don't get to pretend that it was never said and that it didn't happen. So, uh, you know, I think that's the reason why they haven't brought uh, charges, even though, yes, they have a very friendly 
jury pool, but you still have to have a case. In its totality, they know it's a case they lose, so they don't want to bring it. But, you know, by the way, when is somebody going to bring up that them themselves are lying to Congress, the rest of the Congress, and lying to the people Shift of America? all the time. Schiff lies all the time. But, but, but when is somebody going to get up and say enough is enough? Well, you know, there's, it's not like um, there's two sides to this street. You know, basically, uh, members of Congress uh, have a lot of leeway because they know they can't be prosecuted on the basis of anything they say in connection with their legislative responsibilities. Well, so what, was, to... what was the name of the uh, British Prime Minister Johnson? Boris Johnson. Boris, Boris Johnson yeah. got got thrown out for telling one or two lies. About Meanwhile, a party. About a party, about a, a party he attended. <laughs> Meanwhile, if that was if they, they used the same standards as uh, the, as London, there'd be no 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 Congress. Yeah. Well, we don't have a parliamentary system, and I think most of us think that's a good thing. Uh, um, and I, you know, look, I, I I think that most people see this for what it is. And that the the upshot of what happened today, if if there's any upshot to it at all, I actually think it's a blip on the screen that'll be forgotten pretty quickly because it doesn't have any effect. Mm-hmm. But at most, what what this does is it hurts the Justice Department's ability to try to make a case on Trump because it gives him a powerful argument that this is all trumped up politics, if you'll uh, pardon the pun. So I, I don't really think that. I mean, I think they help their own. Uh, cause today because you know they're trying to appeal to uh, a certain demographic in the electorate and they're trying to get hired what are, Andy, for, uh, what about the documents jobs. what about the documents out of Docu- yeah judge i think the documents a serious case um yeah. you know i think uh, he needs to be very concerned about that and i think if, if frankly uh if the justice department is seriously looking i know they want to make a january 6th case it, uh, the fact that they haven't brought one in spite of how badly they want to make one, is a pretty good indication that they know they don't have one. But I do think they think the uh, documents case is pretty strong and they could bring it whenever they want to bring it. Andy McCarthy, Trump did release a statement today. In part, it reads, quote, this kangaroo court has has been nothing more than a vanity project that insults Americans' intelligence and makes a mockery of our democracy. So that was one of the lines there. And I, I agree with you because I think if they were going to charge Trump with the, with anything related to January 6th, they sure would have done it by now. And we also need to find out if he was trying to incite an insurrection, why would he ask for the National Guard? And why didn't Nancy Pelosi allow it? And we have so many questions on and on and on that uh, do they really want this all to come out? Yeah, well, I guess my my basic question is how do you charge someone for inciting an insurrection when – you have 800 people who, you know, many of them are the people who committed the violence, and none of them got charged with insurrection. So if you didn't, if you didn't right. think there was enough evidence to charge insurrection, how could you charge someone for inciting exactly insurrection? Right. Um, even when, <laughs> even leaving aside that he said peaceful, like about you know a bunch uh, of times. I'm, I'm curious though as to why you think the document case is real. You, you think there's something other than Kim Jong Un love love letters or there's over 300 documents. I mean, I, I, we don't even have to speculate that from from press reporting. That's actually been in. I know, but the there's different there's different levels of of top. You know, a, a note from one head of state to another. If you know, Prime Minister Abe said, "Here's a dozen golf balls." You know, go have a great round of golf because it's head of state to head of state. Isn't that classified? 
this 300 documents. Some of them are undoubtedly in the category of things that are overclassified in the government and probably shouldn't be classified. Others of them are very heavy-duty stuff that the president has access to because it's it pertains the stuff to that we thought he didn't read. Defense. The, that well, we used to complain he didn't read, right? The issue isn't whether he read it. The issue is whether he, he had it. it. Has it. Like had it. wasn't supposed to be. And he's exactly whether right. Could he, he face criminal charges for those classified documents? Right. That Why haven't that... they made that case yet then? I think they think they can bring it at any time. And uh, to my – I think it's a political decision, frankly. I think that as long as Trump – they like the idea of Trump uh, being – you know, causing havoc in the Republican uh, primary – and I think that as long as he's a viable they candidate, want him to win the primary. they want well. They at very least they want him to be a, a, a disruptor, vital participant. A disruptor, right. And as long as that's the case, there's no need to bring the indictment. There's no statute of limitations problem here. They can bring it. Okay. You know, I just worry they, they keep it. empowering him. The, the, you know, if they don't have something real there, they just keep empowering him. Yeah, but yeah, I I just think that the minute he's not a viable candidate anymore, they'll pull the trigger and bring it. Yeah, but Andy. In a larger sense, this is a very big problem because the very credibility and reputation of the Justice Department is at stake in the way it handles right. this. What do you say no. about that? Well, I think that's – Garland thinks he's addressed that by assigning it to a independent – not an independent counsel, a special counsel under the regs, which they will try to pitch as given the Justice Department and Biden some you know, insulation and detachment from the whole thing. I don't think it will work, um, frankly, but, you know, the – as we know, uh, special counsels still report to the attorney general, and all uh, prosecutorial power in the government is executive power. So, you know, Jack Smith, the special counsel, only has the power that Biden gives him, in effect, because prosecutorial power is executive power. So I don't think that Biden and Garland can actually achieve detachment from this thing, but they'll try. They'll try to say that they delegated this and they don't have anything to do with the decision. I don't know if people buy that. Well, thank you so much, Andy McCarthy. It does give the uh, mainstream media outlets the opportunity to once again show those horrific images from January 6th. That's that's the unfortunate part. But thank you for all that you do. And we look forward to speaking to you again. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Uh, When we come back, we are speaking to Dr. Mark Siegel, and he's going to talk about the health ramifications if Title 42 were to be lifted. Keep it right here. Cats at Night. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.